welcome back to Going Ultra 2. Uh, I was I managed to get a screen grab this time, talking about Ultraman Episode 2. Um, it's the first Ultraman versus Bemular, the first enemy. And I think that's pretty fun. Um, so, uh, to review quickly, uh, I would say I'd give this episode a 4 out of 5. Um, only... Yeah, I'm 4.5 out of 5. How about that? Uh, it was really good. The tension was great. Um, oh, by the way, my cousin, who's a little bit into anime, or yeah, he's into anime, saw Ultraman, uh, the trailer on Netflix, and he was like, oh, that's really cool. And I told him, yeah, it, it is really cool. Or he, he thought it looked interesting, and I assured him that, yes, it is cool. And I've just watched the second episode this morning, and it's good. And I showed it to him. I showed him a clip of the fight in the, in the stadium, and he thought it looked awesome. So, uh, again, I will say, uh, bring it to... Um, America, uh, airing it on Netflix, putting it in Engl- with English uh, dub, uh, all good things. I also noticed at the end credits while I was looking for stuff uh, before recording um, that there's a Spanish dub, a French dub, all these different dubs, and uh, I think it's really cool, all the dubs in the different languages. Yes, it could be translated into all the different languages, but how much more accessible is it uh, to people if it is dubbed in their own language and they can hear it in their mother tongue? Anyway, um... I just thought it was really cool. Um, the fight choreography... Okay, one more thing. Uh, Tokusatsu Network, or the Tokusatsu Network, uh, did a... Uh, just put out a little thing that Subaraya, their, their Western... or their Yeah, I guess it's their official Western US... Or um, <laughs> YouTube channel uh, talked about the fact that the suit actors did mocap. And not only the suit actors did mocap, but all the actors did mocap for, uh, for Ultraman or, you know, for the show, and I thought that was a pretty cool detail. I think as a result of doing the mocap, the, uh, you know, the fidelity is there. Maybe that's why everybody's motions and, you know, movements were more, were less anime and more realistic and felt so very grounded to me. That would make sense. Anyway, as I said a moment ago, the, probably the best thing for me about the, uh, the animation, or the animation being mocap, is that the fight choreography was amazing. Uh, not only did uh, you know Shin Hayata get a great fight scene, um, but uh, Shinjiro did too. Um, the the Shin versus uh, well the uh, you know the original Ultraman versus uh, the first enemy whose name I can't remember at the moment. No, anyway, Ber Berm something right Bermal, Bermiel. Anyway, um, Berumal. Anyway, uh, like their fight was friggin' fantastic, and it went on for way longer than I thought it would. Um, it'd be interesting to know in the third episode if Shin has been actively, you know, keeping fit or what in order to uh, be able to handle this alien threat. And uh, gosh, yeah, that was a really good fight. Um, I also really liked the struggle that um, that Shinjiro went through. You know, as his dad told him to escape and. You know, there was a, a little bit of an exchange between them, like, Dad, like, how can this be? And, like, oh, son, you know, your powers you've been hiding all this all this time. It's time for you to use them and, you know, save yourself and whatnot. Um, I thought that was really cool. I love how Ide kind of puts uh, Shinjiro through a test where he is saying, oh, you know, your father wanted me to do everything I could to defend your life, to protect you and make sure you're safe. And it turns out that that wasn't the promise. And instead, he was testing him to see if he had the courage to... I don't know. Defi- that's an interesting thing. He wanted to see if Shinjiro would go against his father's wishes and use his power to save him somehow. And Shinjiro passed a test because Ida- Ide said, like, oh, good. I'm glad you said that. That's exactly what I wanted to hear from you. Come on. Check out this awesome suit we have for you. Um, 
and with that, uh, you know, he, he gets the power and then he uses it. Uh, something interesting to me, kind of on a thematic level, I would say, is that when um, Shinjiro gets down uh, to the uh, baseball field, or to the stadium field, uh, is it a soccer pitch? What is it? I don't know. Anyway, um, he tells uh, the first enemy uh, that he has been, this is the first time in his life he's ever felt like pummeling or, or pulverizing an enemy and like using all this strength and power that he has to completely demolish a foe. And I thought that was pretty interesting because he'd seemed like a nice guy. He accidentally hurt the, uh, I guess it was in this second episode. No, it was in the first episode. He accidentally broke that guy's foot or his leg, uh, depending on if you were reading the uh, subtitles or listening to the dub, uh, the English dub. Um, but anyway, um, he accidentally injured that guy and he made sure to himself and we as the audience got to hear him saying, you know, I better go easy on this guy. I don't want to hurt him. And, uh, Gosh, then he, I mean, it's good. He's a good boy, TM, uh, for not wanting to, you know, have really hurt people in the past and for going easy on that creep. Um, but, uh, man, I don't know. Something makes me a little bit uncomfortable about the fact that he was so happy to want to destroy that guy. Um, I don't know if this actually contrasts to it, but it makes a contrast to that idea of him being so... Um, happy to uh, commit violence upon this guy who'd hurt his dad and, you know, stabbed him, <clears throat> which makes sense. I mean, that's kind of the right thing to do, right? To defend somebody in that sort of situation. Uh, but then, uh, and I guess it does directly contrast with the guy being a creep on the girl and him coming to her defense, uh, kind of parallels his dad being injured and, and hurt and in need of help. Um, but then, when he is finished fighting, when he thinks he's finished fighting, and uh, the, uh, gosh, man, I really wish I remembered the name, Bermiel, whatever, the first enemy, um, says, like, is that all you've got? Is this the limit of your power? Is this the, sorry, I was about to slip into Master Asia, but I won't do that. Um, yeah, so, you know, he says, you know, is this the end of, of you know, your ability and your, your ability to fight me? And he seems very disappointed and then leaves, flies off with his, uh, you know, arm having been severed. Um, and Shinjiro seems like he's, I don't know, he seems like he's done with the fighting. Because uh, he had hit him, you know, multiple times. He threw him and landed on his chest and all sorts of stuff. Then he hit him with the big arm beam or, or the, uh, you know, specium beam. And... He uh, says, like, is, is that enough? Like, is that done? Or how are you still going? That kind of thing. He, he expresses incredulity. And I don't know if that... Well, I don't know. I, I kind of read that incredulity as maybe... Or I think I read that less as incredulity at the fact that the guy was still alive. And more an exhaustion at the idea of having to continue fighting like he was. Um, I don't know. I think I'm probably actually reading into that. Uh, something that isn't there, not even in the subtext, but uh, that's kind of what I'm keeping in mind for now. Um, so I was really scared for Shin and Shinjiro too, that, uh, you know, the elder Hayata had been killed and was dead. Uh, I was really impressed by the fact that he had had uh, the guy's hand all the way through his torso and yet lived. Um, but, you know, that's cool that he lived. But then uh, we get that interesting interaction between Shinjiro and Ide and the uh, squid-headed eye guy in the, uh, the I'm going to assume the SSSP uh, infirmary where he's recovering after the battle. Um, and 
again, that intrigued me. I'm pretty sure I've seen that guy before. There's a guy in, I'm going to say Kamen Rider Stronger that looks like that. He's got eyes all over the place. Um, and I've seen that. But I also think I have seen this guy uh, in a suit with a head similar to that and, you know, like the big eye on it and stuff. Um, and I think that's uh, an interesting design. Um, I think it carries off or it, it is executed well in the animation specifically. Uh, I don't know how the, the live action version of it looks, but I thought this looked really good and just very alien and foreign and interesting. Um, when they started that slow pan up and I saw his black gloves, I thought, oh, this is going to be a, an interesting character. And I thought the, the voice was really cool too. So, um, something strange, I felt like the fight was like the whole, almost the entire runtime of the episode was fighting. Uh, and yet I was engaged and intrigued and really pleased with what I saw. Um, the first enemy was like he blasted concrete and then he like, was jumping all over it and kind of using it tactically to dump it down onto, um, onto Shinjiro. But then he uses his arm, his arm beams to like cut through. And uh, I don't know if he jumped off of one of them, but somehow he you know gained altitude and went up to fight him and stuff. So I don't know, just I, I think it's all really well done and really interesting and uh this was originally a manga i think from 2011 and i can see its roots in manga um and its roots as an anime versus like a tokusatsu because of how amazing the abilities are of the characters um of course it's you know rooted in tokusatsu because it's based off of an ultraman property or, or the ultraman property um but uh anyway i like the execution i like how frenetic and energetic it is and how um in the animation they're not limited by the normal limitations of tokusatsu which the normal limitations of tokusatsu do still sometimes give you uh, or no do often give you amazing visuals uh, it's just sometimes you can see the seams um and in animation there don't need to be any seams so uh yeah that's all i have to say about uh, ultraman episode two I'm ready for the third one. I'll be back tomorrow with another one. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I'm, like I said, I'm excited about this. Good stuff. Another thing, the, uh, specium, uh, you know, uh, the first enemy mentioned something like, oh, they have a weapon utilizing specium. And I thought that was interesting because I don't know if there's a, uh, you know, unobtainian or whatever. I don't know if there's some sort of magical, you know, element or whatever in all of, uh, in all of Ultraman as a series, but when I was watching Ultra Fight Victory, there was like, uh, like the Victorium Jewel or the Victorium Energy or whatever, uh, and I still want to go back and finish that, but I'll probably finish this Ultraman and then go back to doing those reviews, although who knows what I'll do, who knows. Anyway, um, catch me next time uh, with more Ultraman reviewing and more speculation and, I don't know, analysis. <laughs>